Hello, beautiful people and fellow whiners, and welcome to another episode of A Little Something to Whine About with your host, Siobhan Camille. And Ta'e Michelle. Where we <laughs> whine while we whine, W-I-N-E, about life, relationships, culture, and of course, wine, and everything in between, because sometimes you need to whine a little. Um, Just it, it, it is. It is second Wednesday here in April. Spring is here. We are in the springtime. And I need the weather to catch up, but right, right. And second Wednesday means this let's wine. So today, sis, we're gonna be whining about get your bag. It's tax season. Taxes is coming. Tax time is here. <laughs> The ending of the ending of I mean, if you late, because I think in like April fifteenth, <laughs> most of y'all probably already have your, your your refund checks, whatever you. I mean, I don't know. They've been late because you know COVID life. Anyway, we talking about your bag because even outside of tax time, you still need to be responsible with that money. So we gonna talk money, okay? Money, money. We gonna talk. A lot of need money. So money. get your glass of red, white rose sparkling apple cider vinegar whatever you do if oh you, wow i mean if you want like a detox because we had you know for our journey to fitness we had a we had a dry we had a dry one yeah so. but that's usually a shot you know i hope you're not drinking that slow that's nasty i drink it every morning and eat it so i know <laughs> i mean if you got the right mixture of water and apple cider vinegar like no <laughs> i mean i'm not saying it's great but i know you know it's it's healthy for you. It's healthy. So basically, what I'm saying is, either if you want to be with us in the liquor, alcohol, or if you're going to be healthy, but get on the couch, okay? Come, come to the couch. I guess that's the point. Have a seat. Have a Have seat. seat. That's what we're saying. Sit beside us. Come sit with me. Let's talk about this. Um, hey y'all. I hope you guys are having a great start to your spring season. Allergy Benadryl on deck. Zyrtec on deck allegra on deck um but it's still been cold so i don't know if y'all need it yet eczema medicine on deck because that has definitely been my issue lately it hasn't been my allergies yet but my eczema been saying hey peekaboo so you know th that extra skincare which i probably need to put some lotion on my ashtilla elbows but we're here now <laughs> we're here now we're here now um so, as you know, on our Sis Let's Wine episodes, before we get into our wines, we do a little bit of catching up. Catching up. So, Sis, since the last Sis Let's Wine, what you get up to, boo? We're going to talk money because I'm also broke right now. But I'm broke because I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, pay for this cruise for my birthday. Well, me and, and the boyfriend. So that's happening. We're planning that. Um, the weather is crazy. I don't have allergies, but my fur baby has allergies. So Roman, his allergies are here and we've had to up his pills from twice mm -hmm. a week to three times. So he's on, he's on his Apoquil. Didn't even know dogs had allergies till I got him. And of course I have to get the one with allergies. Um, so that's happening. And if y'all didn't catch the wine out, go watch the wine out. Oh. Nothing else for me, please, please. If you missed the live on fourth Saturday, last Saturday of March, okay, 
But I need y'all to watch that because if y'all yeah. knew all the back and behind the scenes, another part of the reason I'm broke is because I had to pay money I hadn't expected because my car got towed. That's, I won't even say that's a whine for another time. I don't want to whine about it. I whined about it then. But that's what's been going on as well. So that yeah, was my that, March. That was, that, was a, that was a tough one. That one was a, oh, crap. What we need to do, like you talk about nine one one emergency uh 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 emergency button, like it was all right. What we need to do, let's get on it. Sense of urgency is here. Um, yeah. Um, my March, y'all. Let me let me break something down again. Let me tell you how I explain my life. Oh Lord. What? Let me no, seriously, let me tell you how I explain my life. When people be like all into that stuff, and I am not one to like not listen to people, like, you know, you come to me, talk to me, all that. I don't have a problem with that. Um, but when people come to me with certain drama and they go, Well, Michelle, you know, let me get your input. Uh, and I don't feel like hearing it. This is a quick, quick way for those who know me. You heard me say this, look. I'll, I'll give you advice, but when you're not listening, I stop. And when I stop, my simple reason is this. I have six kids, a husband, a baby daddy, and three baby mamas. I don't have time. Quite blanket, period. I don't have time mentally. I don't have time emotionally. I don't have time financially. Yeah. Period. So if you're going to ask me for advice and then don't take it and then come back and ask me for advice again on the exact same thing and expect me to repeat myself, maybe I don't have time. So with that being said, that's, that's been my mantra for March. I don't have time. To the point where I have even told my children, I have six kids, three baby mamas, baby daddy, a husband, and myself with all my personality. I don't have time for the pettiness. I don't have time for you being hard-headed. You don't have time for you being hard-headed. I don't have time for you being insensitive. I don't have time for... I, I just don't. Well, I hate repeating myself, so that's that right. I don't now. have time. I don't have the mental capacity, and I don't financially have it. Like the, that's the point. Like you, let's get with the program, maybe. That's 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 been that was my um that was my march. Let's let's get with the program. I have goals. I have goals, and my goals don't include this. And if your goals not the same as my goals, even if you in my house, <laughs> I don't have time. Period. But I'm sorry, y'all. That's that's that was my March. And I'm gonna be honest, that's probably gonna be my April, May, and June too. Well, we got to move. Good. Like I we we I got in my head, I have goals and deadlines and mentally, emotionally, and financially, I literally don't have time because the moves that have to be made. By, the, by a certain point in time, they can't be made if I'm going to cater to every 
literally, literally everyone else's wants, needs, desires. Um, I get it. Emotional tantrums. Mm -mm. No. Outside of maybe my six-year-old, the rest of you, you all know techniques. You all have things, like, it's, it's ways, and you have been taught this from a young age. We're going to put this into practice. We're going to put this into practice. And yes, mommy is here. Stepmommy is here. Stepmommy Michelle is here. I'm here for all of it if it's really pressing. But a lot of this stuff is not pressing. And I'm and some y'all might think I'm I'm mean or something, but it's not that. It's the fact that I am training my children in the way that they should go. Meaning, if something was to happen to me tomorrow, the principles and, and things that I said prayerfully, they will recall, and it will be able to help them later on, then and later on in life. So I'm training you to, for lack of better words, not need me. Period. Does that mean you're gonna like me all the time? No. Is that <laughs> you're you're not? I'm be honest. I'm a daddy's girl, like true daddy's girl. And I will say, as a young daddy's girl, younger, I thought my father hated me, but that was maturity, and that'll come too. So some things I can't put. I'm I am learned. I've learned. I can't put all on me. Some of this. Y'all gonna learn through life experiences. And I think as a society, we have to remember that too. Everything that everybody is, a lot of, not everything, a lot of things that people are hollering, oh, I'm triggered, this is trauma, X, Y, and Z. A lot of those are just simple life experiences. It wasn't because this person did that and that person did that. Some of it is literal life experiences. And no matter which, which way or which route you took, it was going to happen. Some things are preventable, some things aren't. So we got to deal with that. We have to deal with that. We have to accept that even if we don't want to. So that, that's my march. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that I'm was a lot. But all right. It, look, it has been a lot. Like, honestly, it's been a lot. And I will say I am proud of myself for not stressing myself out. Because remember January, February, I was like really, really, really like, not taking my own, not using the tools that I give, give, giving my children. So I know what these things are. I know what to do. And I, but I wasn't practicing them. Right. Now I'm practicing them. And to a lot of people, it may come off as me being selfish, nonchalant, X, Y, Z, but it's, that's not it. It's truly not it. Someone has to be focused on the big picture. So that's been my march but anyway that's girl i feel like we whining and we ain't even cracked over our wine i mean that was a big wine from you i'm chilling but yeah barring the whole tow truck thing i'm good <laughs> so since what's your uh what 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 wine is you whining on today so y'all for okay. april we decided to wine locally so in the DMV area. And so we went to Romano uh, Vineyards and Winery and we, we grabbed bottles. So all the bottles that you will see are from, are from Romano. All the bottles that we pop, it's truly great popping. We went and picked these up, guys. We drove to the middle of nowhere 
to go get these bottles. <laughs> okay? Because most of I mean, you, if you want to have a vineyard, you kind of, you can't be in anybody's city limits, really. You kind of have to be out. So we did this. Um, so mine for this week, I decided to go with the Rougeon. Um, it is their 2020 American Sweet Red Wine. Um, I don't normally do red, y'all know, but it says sweet. That was a key operative word on the bottle. Sweet. So we're going to see what this is. Also, y'all, I'm coming down with a cold because God doesn't know if he wants it to be spring or winter still. And so this is a transition. And apparently my health needs to be in transition as well. So um, that's why my throat's a little... Um, yeah, so I was like, you know what? Out of everything I got, red is supposed to be healthy. So hopefully this will help me with my health. You know, Jesus turned water to wine. It was red. We gonna work in that vein. I don't know. We brain about it. How we so that's what I got. How do I know it was red? They had white grapes. They did have white grapes. Because he always because this, I'm gonna tell you, let me, let's do this. Okay. So I know it was red. I'm gonna tell you why I feel that it was red. Because y'all drink communion, right? And that's supposed to be the blood of, so it was red. Also, because red back in the day, as I believe, even though they had white, was more popular. Most people didn't drink white back back way back. They drank red. That's what was around. Most of your white, a lot of your white grapes, like Pinot Gris, for example, is actually a mutation of the Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir is, is red. Like a lot of these, you know, red. So in my mind, they was popping red grapes. Like I probably wouldn't have been a wine drinker back in the BC days because I'd have been like, no. Um, I'd have been like that white comedian who's like, Jesus, can we get Merlot again? Can we can we do something else? Like, can we get a Syrah? Can we get a Tanat? Can we get, can I get a Pinot Noir? Like I'd have been like, Jesus, can I get... A Pinot Grigio. Um, what's your Riesling like? Like, what's good with the like Chardonnay? Even it's dry, but I'll take that. That would have been me, guys, because I really just read. I wouldn't have been drinking wine back in the day. No, I don't even know why I asked. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, and okay, yep. So from the Romano brand, I chose the Savelle. Um, it is a semi-dry white wine, a semi-dry white wine. Um, guys, this bottle, it's, to me, it says fall, like, even, like, the leaves on it. These bottles definitely say fall, um, but I like them. They're clean, uh, the cork is cute. So, I'm excited to try. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah, my bottle's Hold real up. green and fally. She's got more of, like, the orange, orange autumn. I have yellow yeah. type, you know, fall drink. Oh, girl. See, that's how you know March is. You know, I don't know if it was me or the kids. Somebody broke my other glass. Mind you, I just got this. So now it's only one of the Mariah Carey. I was about to say, didn't we just have that at the wine Yeah, I just opened it. I just opened it and um so the kids washed it. But when I went to put the wine glasses up, they kind of fell over. So I don't know if the kids washing it, it, it wasn't broke, it was just cracked. 
So I don't know if the kid's washing it cracked it or it falling over cracked it. That's why I said it's between the two of us. So where I was disturbed because it was cracked, I left it at that. Right. I get you. So, so I just have one now, but it's okay because I'm going back to Home Goods and, and TJ Maxx. No, I was at Home Goods and Home Sense when I got you got your, you know, that's where I be. So, okay, sis. <clears throat> now that we're 20 minutes into the episode. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about this here, easier finances. Um, finances are a big thing. You hear a lot about how... You hear a lot about how... Um, Finances are a, a big part of people's stress. Um, and and it, it, in this world of today and the high prices for gas and the inflation and I'm going to be honest, the overall spirit of greed in this world, because to be honest with you, that's what this is. It's the overall spirit of greed. Because um, a lot of these things haven't changed really it's people wanting more and they they put it under the the umbrella of supply and demand for some things yes for most no um it, it's oh how can i make a buck off of this uh how can i profit off of this you know how can i get how can i get my bag you know how can i get one up on the next and that in itself that mentality in itself is that it breeds greed. So, but that's that's one aspect of finances. Like, are you being greedy or do you want enough to be, I'm not saying be complacent. You should always want more, but you should want more in a sensible manner. I think when it comes to finances, we do have to be sensible in the way that we manage it, the way that we... <laughs> ultimately teach it to our children the way that we handle our, um, how we handle our day-to-day -day, when you start talking finances people you know especially as women we, we need to factor in our necessities versus our wants um, and for some people that 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 looks different because uh, that though though some of that is societal and it, it sucks but so right, the and the matter is, being a woman in this world is more expensive than being a man. Even and even if you took bare bones, like bare bone minimum of what you need to survive, and I'm not talking make, I'm not talking any of that. I'm literally saying that if you let, if even if you gave a boy and a man and a woman, here's the same amount of food. Granted, even then, like that's not gonna work for the man more than likely, depending on his size. But even if you were like, here's the same food, here's the same clothes, here's the same everything. A woman is still going to start off the gate more expensive because we menstruate, period. And mm -hmm. not to say that, not like no pun intended when I say period. That's what it is. Because, and companies know that. Like, let's be real. The price of, and I'm not including even in that bras, even because I'm saying that that even is a luxury. Like, it's, it's socially it's a social requirement but for real you can walk around without one if you really felt the need like but oh, as, yeah. far, 
as far as like menstruation no that's a whole nother monster because now you get into sanitary you get into health problems diseases all of that those things are necessary and that automatically makes women more expensive than men and i feel like we in a lot of ways get the short end of the stick financially because the wage gap does exist well people want to say that it doesn't it does um and even more than and i'm talking people two people doing the same job i'm not even talking about yeah absolutely i'm literally because people try to skew around well she does no i'm talking a male nurse and a female nurse same search same this same this there's a gap okay there is usually a gap and the crazy part is women tend to be paid less, but we, again, we require more even off the bare minimum. Now, once you add society's requirements on top of that, which include, well, now you always got to look your best, which is again, something we talked about at the wine out, or now you have to, you have to, um, even if you need, you know, now you need to get makeup or you need to do get hair, or you need to, all of these things are more expensive. Just a natural regular basic maintenance and upkeep is more expensive for a woman period period and, and with us knowing this as unfair and as it is it's one of those things where okay we have to factor in you're going to make a decision if you choose to be completely natural or not shaved cool that's on you is it is it look frowned upon yes but it, it's it's a preference honestly that's a preference um it's 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 a lot y'all i'm sorry when i start thinking finances i get clammy because we want everybody wants at least has a bare bone minimum expectancy of how they want um are going to live their life and you have to look at financially how to one get to that point if you're not there and if you are there how to maintain or grow that so again maintaining it is one thing but to grow it is another and as we know we are always looking to grow and when i say looking to grow i mean progress and not in the spirit of being greedy i need this much i need overall access you know like a whole bunch of extra you know um is that a problem that we all have? Yes, because I'm guilty of it. I, I truly am. I have access of a lot of things. <laughs> oh, there's but some fair mind, stuff that I'm not gonna buy. Like I if I'm I'm not necessarily looking for the most expensive, but I'm be honest, I, I'm not looking for off name brand like I want my teddy grants. Don't give me huggy bears. That's me. No, now and right. That's what I'm saying. That's to me. That is a a a, a okay. This is what I'm not taking. Like, like I, I'm <laughs> like cereal, minimum. Like you know what I'm saying. I'm not buying fruit O's. I want fruit loops. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know for some people, you know, they look at that as oh, that's simple. To me, it tastes different. There's a difference. That's me. There's also a standard of how a, a, a way of when you the way you grew up. I grew up not having like a whole abundance of things. You know, we had enough stuff. I was definitely spoiled. 
But like, you know, the stuff that you see on TV, like remember when the Sweet 16 thing came out and that was like a whole bit, we didn't have that. But we had enough to where the people around us thought we were rich. And we sitting here looking like, we are now, I don't think we rich, but what? And through growing up, I saw friends who didn't have as much or X, Y, and Z, or their parents weren't around because they were always working to be financially stable. I saw the difference when my mom was in school for, for being my nurse and when she transferred to, to the government. I, I remember that transition. I remember what we went from, an apartment to living into, into hotels. Granted, my mom and dad, we didn't, we, we didn't do stay there long, like whatsoever. But it's a memory that I had. And since then, they made a decision that this is not going to happen again. This was a necessity out of straight necessity. And now this is not going to happen again. And that's what, it didn't happen again. But with that, we pick up um, someone, I, I remember hearing it on um, His and Her Money. Um, that's a podcast that I watch. They, they are a couple that do a lot with finances, like straight finances, and they are awesome. Um, they were saying about your, uh, your money story. And it goes from childhood to adulthood and how that portrays. And when we say, ladies, get your bag, we mean this. Get your bag to where you hear you, you are hearing us say a lot of things about being um, maintaining your stability. And to me, that's the minimum of getting your bag. What is it that I, I require for my life? I require food and water. I require clothing. Shelter. I require a, a, a place to lay my head, a safe place to lay my head at night. And I required that for myself, but not only that, for my children. Um, then it, it, from there, and that's minimal. From there, it goes into, you know, their needs and X, Y, and Z. So when you, when you start thinking, get my bag, okay, what we were taught, go get a job. You know, you want to get in the government. And then later on, we found out you might not want to get in the government because that joint shut down too. But, <laughs> but. You know, getting a job, what does that mean for you? Does, what does that look like for you? What, when you start, and I'm even talking to our teenagers, our teenage young ladies, when you start thinking about that, think about that now. What does that mean for you? You know, you know you like getting your nails done and your feet done. Okay, 16, 17, because y'all, you know, y'all, shoot, y'all wearing nails 14, 13, 14, but 16, 17 years old, where you can get a job and finance yourself. What does that mean? Because 16, 17, you're probably still living with your parents. So, okay, what does that look like? Cell phone. If, if, if you're not on the blessed side of it, where your parents are still paying for your cell phone. But this is one way you can start to manage it. How can I, can I pay my cell phone bill? Can I pay for my upkeep? Rather, that's the bundles. That's $600 that you like wearing in your head, because that's what y'all do. The braids, that's 250 every two, three months. Like those things, you sit down, write it down, manage it out. Look at it. What will be your monthly income for X, Y, and Z? But not only that, you need to start looking at, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm grown. I'm about to be 18. Okay. 
18 years old come, can you sustain on your own? What are, are you going to school? Are you going to a trade, you know, to jump into a trade? Or are you going to be on your um, entrepreneurship tip? And if you are going on an entrepreneurship tip, then you definitely need to think about your finances. You definitely need to sit down with, I would say, if you don't have, you know, like a parent that can, that is able to help you, try to find someone who can use those social medias, outlets to find financial gurus, financial mentors, programs. There are now apps that'll help you manage this, but manage, you know, manage your money, teach you things like that. So I know what a credit score is. Please know what a credit score is and how that works in this world today. If you're interested in the stock, stock market, cool, learn how that works. And I'm saying all of this because the younger you know this, or you are more, the younger you are made more aware of these things, the better off you'll be in the long run. Entrepreneurship is not easy. It takes dedication. It takes discipline. It takes gut. It takes strength. It takes a certain mindset um, to be an entrepreneur. If that's the route you go, you decide to go the traditional route of getting a job. What is your, uh, what, what's your minimum wage? Not minimum wage of society. What's your minimum wage where you can be? You know, how much money will you need to make to have your own place? Have a car. Have, pay the note if you go that route. Pay the insurance because you got to have that. These are things that when we start talking about getting your bag that you have to take into account and all of that goes into one, managing your finances. The way you manage your finances to me is a reflection of your life. So I'm going to just say, because that was a whole lot. So um, it was, I'm sorry. First of all, it does come down to a lot of the stuff that we learn about finances, we learn from our parents. That's, that's number one. Like, honestly, and, and for the parents listening, teach your children young. And I know that so many parents are embarrassed to tell their children what they make for various reasons. Um, I have mixed feelings about that because while I, I understand that money, we, we as a society are told, oh, money, keep it on the hush, keep it on this, this, that. But I also heard of a tech company out in California where the workers actually started a spreadsheet where everybody put their salaries in it. And from doing that, 10%, 20% of the company got raises. Like went to their managers and were like, hold up, such and such is getting this and we do the same job and they've been here as long as I have. Or I've been here longer. Make that make sense. And with the whole COVID thing now, you have people who were there throughout COVID who are getting paid less than the people coming in the door after. The people who sustained the company are getting paid less than the people who came in after. This is why I'm like, while I understand people go, oh, that's my money, that's personal, that's private. We have to really stop. It's, it's the American mentality of equating somebody to their value being their salary. No, 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 it's not that. That's number one. The other part of this is, it is about what your parents are selling you. My mother, any big item that I wanted, like I remember the first big ticket item that I wanted was a CD player. 
this shows how old I am. They were $120 at the time. And my mom was always like, well, I'll pay half. That was like her go-to. Any big ticket item, you save your allowance, because I got allowance, and you can come up with half, I'll pay you for the other. I'll, I'll put in on that half with you. That made me value money. Part of the issue is a lot of these teenagers, children, whatever, don't value money because they don't understand it. And they're not going to unless you teach them that. And that's why you have a lot of adults who don't understand the value of money, who are teaching their kids or not teaching their kids the value of money because they don't understand it. And to the sisters, because that's who we're talking to, to the ladies out here, um, the, the title of this is Get Your Back. Because to what Michelle was saying earlier, as far as if it costs 350 to get your hair done or 250 whatever every other week, or you need this for this and this, there are too many girls out here now like, oh, I just get a dude to pay for it. Get your bag. If you have to be dependent on somebody else, whether it's, whether it's your parent or some guy, we have a problem after a certain age. Uh, so if it's ever on some guy that's not your father, it's always a problem. Let me tell you, it's always a problem. It's always a problem. Unless that's your husband and y'all are y'all are together on this. That's a team. That's a unit. That's a unit. That's a team. That's a partnership. That's different. That's a partnership. Okay. Some dude, some dude, and I include boyfriends in this. I include fiancés in this because until y'all have signed anything, I include all of that. Be very aware of who you are codependent on and if that is someone you can trust or not to hold you. And even if you feel that it is, you should still bring something to the table on your own because financially. what is financially, because what if he dies? What if he gets locked up? Whether, whether what justly or unjustly, what if he gets locked up? What if he ends up in a hospital? What if, there are too many other factors that you cannot depend on somebody else. You have to get your bag and you have to be financially responsible. The biggest thing that I think that people fail is budgeting. It is a, you need to be able to set that budget. And as far as growing your money and investing, no investments when you're younger and start investing when you're younger, as young as if you can. That's the other part about this is whatever you, whatever your opportunities are. Having the access to. And work. having that access because it takes money to invest. Quite frankly, there's nothing wrong with the Robin Hoods and the, the M1 finances and the little penny stocks and all of that, even though I know <laughs> the world will always shame you if you allow them, period, on anything. That's just what it is. Because you will have people, oh, you do Robin Hood. Oh, you do these little stocks. Oh, you do these. Oh, I'm a major trader. That's great if somebody's money is there. If your money is not there, put it where you can. Because guess what? A lot of these big things, you need at least $5,000 to walk in the door. That's the truth of the matter. 500 to 5,000 to walk in the door. If you are 18 years old, you probably don't have it. You probably don't have it. But you can take what you have on the Robin Hoods and whatever if you have your job and start investing if that's something that you want to do. Is it going to take more work on your part to look into the stocks that you want? Yes. What I will say, my advice to anybody who's, who's doing stocks is this. If you use it, if you know a bunch of people that use it, investors. That's what I'll say. Because it don't if, if you have not a lot of money, invest in something that you're familiar with. If you're like, yo, I use Apple products, then why not invest in Apple? Yo, my shoes are all Nike. Invest in Nike. 
I don't really like, you know, even if you're like, I don't really care for Apple, but everybody I know has an iPhone. I'm an, I'm an Android guy, so I'm saying this personal. I don't have an iPhone, but everybody I know has an Apple product. Actually, matter of fact, I have an iPod. Then invest in Apple, even if it's something that you don't have, if you know where everybody else does and they've had these products for years and these companies have been around for years. Are you going to get crazy things back? No, but most investments are a long-term game anyway. And that's the last point that I, well, that's not the last point, but that's my, my final in this little, my little, this little blur is financially money. Life is a long-term game. Mm -hmm. It is. So we have to stop thinking immediate, immediate satisfaction, immediate gratification. gratification. Instant gratification is not going to do it. And let me tell you, ladies, if you can spend an hour on your face, you committed an hour of your time, an hour to two hours to do your face, then you know, you know, it's not an instant process. That whole, why it take women so long to get ready? <laughs> because it's not an instant process, okay? If you it's can bad. sit and get your hair braided by Africans, for, for five to eight hours. And I raised my hand because that was me as a child. It's an all-day process. If you have thick hair and long hair, it's a law, it's an all-day process. That's not instant gratification. And then you gotta take them bad boys out. Ladies, we know if nobody else knows, we should know better than any, we should know better than men that instant gratification, that's not it. That's not it. That's not our life story. Okay. Giving birth is not an instant gratification, okay? That's not instant. It's not, oh, I'm pregnant. Oh, yay, baby. We talking okay, yeah, nine months. You said giving birth, like the process of giving All of birth. it. I'm talking giving birth. Yes, there are some okay. people who giving birth for them is like a two-hour thing. Your average woman, no. That's not no. the case. That's not the case. It's people who are like, yo, I was in labor for 25 hours. Yeah. So labor, not instant. Getting pregnant and carrying that baby all the way to term, not instant. Not instant. Woo, Jesus. Um, taking your hair out, not instant. Getting your hair put in, unless you throw this wig on, not instant. Uh, Girl, even throwing a wig on is a If you want to do a lace front, that's not instant either, okay? That's not instant either. I don't do lace fronts, baby. I do these headbands. Not instant either. Um, <laughs> getting your nails done. That's not instant. That's a good hour to two, depending on if you want to be simple like me or Mariah Carey glam bling like the one on the I other side. am simple like you right Today. now. Today, right, okay. I'm hold on. Okay, sidebar though. I went and got my nails done yesterday because it was just time. And after I got them, I don't like them. Your sister goes, Michelle, that's because they're a basic color. First of all, they're colors. They, 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 they're not the same. They're, all they're still basic. That's basic for you. That's me. Okay. That's me. Don't look at this. Hand. Okay. That's me. Okay. Okay. So what y'all want to do? But we did. We did it. It's done. It's done. It's been done. So um, nothing is instant. Like, like that. <laughs> money is not any different. We know this. So know that the investments that you make. I'm sorry. Let me. I'm going to say this to somebody. That relationship you in, was that instant? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So you know that it's not gonna be instant. From your kids to your man to your Woo! to your hair to your nails. 
to whatever else around us, ladies, it's not instant. If you are one of those women that's like, please, I just need my menstrual to start. I just need my period to start. I just need my period to start. So I know that I'm not. When she comes, she doesn't come and go, hey, I'm here. You're not pregnant. Okay, great, boo, bye. See, she's like, I'm here. I'm going to take residency up for like three or seven days, depending on who you are. That's not instant either. There's nothing about a woman that is instant. Nothing. Nothing. Not a thing. So your money ain't going to be no different, baby. It's not going to be any different. That's all. Okay. Okay. Look, we get it. Look, we get it. So, for us women who have started, you know, we 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 grown. So we know what it's like to get our bag, and we realize our bag is is a little short. It's okay. Just change your habits. That's something that we can do. If we know, if like we know, we may not be able to get the Chanel or Louis Vuitton. But this here, she and TJ Maxx. Marshalls, Ryan. Marshall Ross, Burleson. <laughs> I'm gonna go further than that. Rango. Target. Well, Target is up there with the she and the It depends. Target, if Clarence, if you hit Target on a good clearance. Oh, okay, touche. I say that was it. But you don't have to try to live up here if your bag is telling you that it's down here, okay? And as someone who has access, I know that changing your spending habits can be uh, it can be a, it can be challenging. So um, one thing that I have learned, I'll take tell you about one of my experiences. One thing that I have learned is to look at it differently. Sometimes it's just a simple switch in your mindset of looking at it differently. Um, when I got my first credit card at 30 plus years old, I, I didn't deal with credit. My parents didn't, they paid their bills. That was their thing. We don't want nothing on our credit. We're going to pay our bills. But as they got older, it was, no, we're going to build our credit. And they was like, well, where was the switch? Um, and then that's when they, you know, would tell me, but by then I'm late, late twenties. I'm late to the game. Um, but I didn't care because my thing was I'm paying my bills. But then when I wanted things, I found out the way this world is designed, I couldn't get things. And it wasn't because I didn't pay my bills. It was because they can't prove that I could pay my bills. Credit is a so, trap. Beware. And it is, but it's a trap that you have to learn to manage. So when I got my first credit card, I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't that much. It was only $300. But that $300 spent fast. And then I was like, oh, crap. I got to pay this down. So I was paying it down, paying it down, got it down, and realized my credit score was not moving. So then they told me you need to get another one. So I did that. Another low balance. Paid that one down, you know, got it up a little bit, you know, because, you know, woo, I got some money, paid it down. And they were like, okay, well, you still don't have enough. And I was like, hold on, because I don't like credit cards. So I didn't want a lot. So I had a conversation with my husband, who is an accountant. That's what he went to school for. Um, and I was trying to figure out why my credit score wasn't moving. So what I had to do was learn how the credit score part worked 
and how to manage my credit cards. But in me managing my credit cards, it came to me managing my spending habits, changing my spending habits. So what I started to do was something that I also got from his and her money was if I didn't have it in my debit account, I didn't have it on my credit card, even if I did have it on my credit card. And that shifted things for me. Wait a minute. And also another thing as far as spending habits, do I need this? Do I truly need this or is this one? Now I am not saying don't treat yourself. There's too much stuff out here that is stressing us the hell out to make us think that we're not supposed to treat ourselves. Sometimes, because we don't get it often, we do need that instant gratification. And that instant gratification can be getting your nails done, even though that's not really instant. It's instant enough. <laughs> so I am not saying don't do those things. What I'm saying is manage it. If you know that you can't go to, like the place I like to go, on a regular basis for what I like to get is at least, at least depending on, cause y'all heard them, I'm a little extra depending on what I get. But my, if I stick to basics, I know for a fact for my feet and my nails, I'm spending at least $150. If I know $150 isn't in my budget, guess what? I can't go to the place that I want to get, that I, that I like to go to. I might have to go to a secondary place that I know can that I can deal with. They're not as good as this place, but they are good enough for this price here that I'm willing, and it's what I'm willing to pay for. So, and it cuts my price in half, you know? So yes, it might not last as long, but I know I, I, you, you find ways, you find ways to cut those corners to, to save and to manage. And like she said, to budget, but definitely and set a goal. If you know, you got five credit cards, and all of them jokers maxed out. It's an app. I can't think of the app. It's an app where it literally helps you. You can literally see, because I know for some of us it's visual. Oh, I see this payment. Oh, the payment that I made, I see my, my uh balance decreasing. Oh, okay, I see this going down. So it could be that for you, you know, if, if you're a visual person. But managing it, creating um those spending habits and that's a hard thing especially for for if you know you already in debt and like you said I think we have to be okay with that we have to be okay with going ooh I messed up there's also the thing of unexpected expenses like the light world Correct. is gonna throw stuff at you anyway like but totally then, a car right like a flat tire all of a sudden, your power steering. Uh, Usually, it's off. a car, guys. Usually, it's a car. That's that's what it is. If you own a car, more than likely, or a child, happen. <laughs> or a child, more than likely, something's gonna happen. What I will say to credit, and that's a whole nother one for another time. Like I can give y'all, if you're young and starting with credit, I can tell you how to get get, get your credit right. My credit score is ridiculous. And it's always been ridiculous. Like, it's awesome. I'm not saying ridiculous, horrible. Let me be clear. Clear. Mine is in the sevens. And it's always been, it's been in the sevens. Okay? She said, I'm not saying ridiculous, horrible. Yeah, let me be clear. My credit <laughs> is flipping awesome. Okay? It's in the sevens. And it's been in the sevens. It's always been in the sevens. I went from, I had no credit to I had excellent credit. That's it. I didn't do this. If I stacked it through the middle, which I'm sure I did, I didn't see that progress. Cause I didn't, I didn't look at that. I went from none to amazing. 
So I can tell you how to do it. Now, if you already are jacked up in your credit, I may not be able to help you. work. You would do that, okay? I can't work. I went from a 590. I went from at when I got my when I got my car at 20. Wow. When I got my car 10 years ago, I had no credit. Like they pulled me up on thing and were like, you have none. Not you have that. That happened to me too. The lady pulled my credit and I had, she said, I had never seen a credit credit report that's one page. And I told her, I said, because I pay my bills, I, I don't do credit. No, mine wasn't. That's that. what made me start doing credit cards. Because I went to get a car and they told me they, they couldn't approve me for something for the car that I wanted because I didn't have enough credit. Yeah, I didn't have, I had, I wasn't, I didn't have enough. I had none. But I'm telling no, you. No, no, like, well, I didn't have any either, but it was, if they if were you're saying starting enough, with none, I can help you. If you start in and you, if you already started and you jack stuff up, I can't, I know people tell you who've had jack credit and gotten better, but I can't help you. I can help you if you ain't got none, but that's the one for another time. I'm not going to do that here. We'll talk credit at some point, but I got, got you. Um, and how to get credit, what credit cards to get without, because again, the, and, and I'll tell you all the stuff about the credit card game. Because let me tell you, I closed one of my credit cards and it made my credit score drop. And so I went to my mother, like, explain that. So when I, that's why I say the credit game is a trap. But the whole point about me to get your bag is get your bag. Like, I can't stress the your part of that enough. Uh, I can't, I can't because with all of the, the, with all of the sugar babies out here, with all of the everything else out here, with all of the the she hustlers or whatever they call all the bad girls, let me tell you, there's nothing better than having, maybe, and again, and this is also what Michelle said about mental, and maybe it's a mental thing. For me, I don't see, I will never be okay feeling like I owe anybody anything. And let me tell you that a lot of the dudes want to throw money at you are going to tell you that you owe them. I wish a dude would. I wish a dude would tell me I owe him anything because you paid for something. Because I'm the I'm a jerk, okay? Because I will, I will tell you that I can buy and spend you five times. Even if I, I will have a dollar in my pocket and still tell you, bro, I buy and spend you 20 times over. That's who I am. So I will never understand the mentality of that. Get your bag, yours, and budget. You know that instant gratification. And yes, if you need to adjust certain things, but set, get your bag, get your own, get your own money, and then set your own budget of what your minimum is and what your what your ideal is. And have right. that. And really range. think about that. And like really think about that, it. Think about and it have you your range. But have that range because the same right. way Michelle said, yo, over, I know that I will go to these. These are my ideal people. These are my bare minimum, like people. I'm not going under that, regardless of what that month, about what that is. If you're like, yo, ideally, my glasses will come from Dolce and Gabbana. That's 350. At the very least, I'm going to go over here and get these Ray Bans for like 100. I'm not dropping below 100 for my glasses. I'm not doing it. Set your set who you are, and if and if it is something, if it is a high ticket item that you know that you really want, then budget your life and lifestyle around getting that, and make that a goal. Make sure that you can still take care of everything else, but set that as a goal. If you're like, yo, I'm not moving off this Birkin bag. I have my own personal opinions about you if that's really what you at, but do you? 
do you um but if you're like yo i'm not moving off this birkin i want this twenty thousand dollar bag then save for it the same way people save for cars the same way people save for houses the same way that people say there are a lot of big ticket items in this world save but then know that other parts of your life are going to have to adjust. You can't eat out all the time. Maybe you can't go buy all of these shoes. If you got a shoe habit, you won't have to choose. If you're one of those people that's got big ticket items or frequent habits that add up, you're going to have, sometimes you're going to have to choose. You're going to have to prioritize. That's, that's, that's what it is. And speaking from experience, baby girl, I'm telling y'all, like, I know the struggle. Do you know that? How, how, I know the struggle. I just just know that I know the struggle. Um, use your bag wisely is is pretty much the overall thing. Like we know that as we become adults, or, you know, young adults into full grown adulthood, we are going to get a bag. What that bag looks like or or weighs is completely up to you. But again. Set goals, have practice habits, and no sacrifices sometimes have to be made. Um, there's not open a savings account. You know, you, if you need to open three, open three and dedicate each one to something else. You know, this is what, what I'm saving for this. This is my just in case of emergency. This is that. This is that. And that's where the discipline part comes in. Try not to, don't touch it. So if you know that your in case of emergency is, let's say, $100 every time you get paid, don't touch it. If, I'm sorry, I'm one that knows that. So what I had to do was I had to hide that card from me that I dedicated to that. I'm going to hide this card. That way I know for a fact I don't touch it. To the point where I'm hitting the card and sometimes I've lost it because I didn't know when I needed it. Wait, if you need somebody to help you hold you financially accountable, get, like sometimes get a you need that. Advisor. Sometimes you need that for for fruit for fitness or friendship. I'm not even talking to financial advisor. If you know that you have a card that you like, I really can't touch, but if it's anywhere near me, so that you hide it, you don't lose it. Send it to give it to someone you trust, your husband, your best friend, somebody you really can trust. And if you have nobody in your life that you can really trust on that level, I'm gonna pray for you. What we're going to do is we're going to pray. But then what I would say is don't get a card to that account. Make no. it harder for you to get access to that money. Um, not, But not impossible. Right. Maybe you know, it's now it, instead you have, for you to go get it, you opened it at a SunTrust and the closest SunTrust is 30 miles from you. So if you really want to go get this money, now you got to go out your way and ask yourself, is it worth, is it worth that drive with these $4 a gallon? Is it worth it? Like you really, like, it, like she said, you have to set the budget. Then the final thing that I'm going to say for real is the biggest thing to me with spending is spend for yourself, get your own bag and spend for you. If you are making purchases to keep up with somebody else, you will always be behind. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be like, oh, Kim Kardashian had this bag on, so I have to go get it. I don't care if you have, I, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't even care if you have the money for it. I don't care if you have, the, I don't care if you have the money for it. If you're like, even if it's down to, yo, I saw, oh my God, the celebrity had a, a had an ad for McDonald's. So I'm going to go to McDonald's. Do you really need it? Do you really want it? 
Is it really good for you? And and I've been guilty of that. And it's not the Kim Kardashians or the famous people. It's your YouTube influencer. You know, um, I had to stop. My, and this is recently. I had to stop myself. Um, because makeup, I don't wear it every day. I, it's a hit or miss, you know. But it's a couple of influencers. Every time a new foundation comes out, you know, they, oh my God, this foundation and da, 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 da. And I'm like, ooh, that does look, ooh. That, and I looked up. Now, granted, I had already made up in my mind and I set my budget for the three that I wanted. Just three that I want. I was like, I don't wear that often. These three is fine. One of them I bought a while ago and I still don't use her that often, but she's my, that's, that's, that, that, that was my, oh, this is my goal. I want this in my collection. I want to be able to sit up and say I have this because that made me feel good. So that was my instant gratification. But the other two, I was like, I want these. So I, I got those, but I didn't get them right away. I waited and I got those. And then another foundation came out and I was like, ooh. And then I thought about, girl, you just got three, well, not just got three times. You just bought two new foundations. You hardly use one of them. Do you really need that? Like I had to stop myself. Um, there And for a lot of things, ladies, there are dupes where there's an expensive thing that's this. There is a cheaper thing that's this. Now I'm not saying you have to be cheap or frugal all the time. No, because sometimes quality is a thing. It matters. So if you're going to make an investment, make the investment wisely. And, and that's in anything. That's in a piece of clothing, a piece of hair, a piece of um, a man. A piece of a man. <laughs> a piece of a friendship. A car. Everything. Anything. A television. If you know you keep getting these TVs from Walmart, that's three, four hundred dollars, and you literally every year have to catch that same sale. Take you behind the Best Buy, go get a good TV, and get a warranty. So, if you some things you have to stop looking for the shortcut for. So, quality is a thing. So, we're not saying all the time you have to sacrifice quality for you know the expense that's that's not what we're saying we're saying choose wisely right understand wisely understand that people are always trying to sell you something and there's always always gonna be something new i literally was at the nail salon and they have new wave has a new blender that's supposed to be better than a ninja i have a ninja do i really use my ninja no do i need to replace my ninja no did i think about it when i saw the new wave like oh i could make yes why because that's the point of marketing that's the whole point. The reason you see an ad every time that you have a, a conversation with anyone and it suddenly pops up on your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter feed is because someone is listening because they're trying to sell you something because it still comes back. It still comes back it's to, true. as Michelle said in the beginning, greed. And that's what it comes back to is, right, because my glasses are this. It comes back, I got you, sis. Thank you. It comes back to greed. That's what it comes down to. Corporate greed feeds on your greed of having stuff. Just I got corporate greed feeds on your vanity. Yes. Y'all, okay, I'm not going to that book. 
that that good book, man. That good book. And and again, that was a whole word for me and my soul. It feeds on um, your vanity and it feeds on your envy. Both. Because even if you're not a vain person, a lot of people are, well, I got to have it because they had it. I, I got to have it because they had it. feeds on both. Greed feeds on vanity and envy. That's what it does. So be aware, value yourself and value your money so that the next time somebody's trying to sell you something, go, hold up. Do I need this? Do I want this? Do I need it? Is question number one. Do I want it? Is question number two. Why? is question number three. If you answer yes to the want question, ask yourself why. Why do I want this? Why? Mm-hmm. And honestly, this is another one. In the world that we live in, like I said, I have access. A question that I have started to ask myself is, do you have the space? There's nothing and wrong the with the The reason why a lot of us women need or wants any walk-in closets is because we have access. I'm guilty. I'm me even with me saying this. Guess what? It's not going to change my want or need for a walk-in closet. So let's get that straight. However, I do recognize if you got rid of some of this stuff, you might not necessarily need it necessarily, but you might have a little bit more space. Do Excess, I get it? Yes. Excess but I'm also different. one that I like a variety of things and I don't like looking the same. And that's a part of my vanity. And that's fine. Ladies, if you have vanity and envy, cool. Just acknowledge it and be aware of it and be responsible with it. These monsters exactly. that you had, these demons you have on your back, as they say, be aware of them. Okay? Be aware of them. Now, I don't want to say I had a problem. My best friend called me frugal all the time. Like, that was her word for me in, in, in college. You frugal. I am. But my, because my biggest problem is traveling. That's that's my bug. That's my, that's my <laughs> issue. And quite frankly, I can't afford to be the person I want to be. I can't. Because if I had, if I, that's a one for another time. I can't. But guys, ask yourself, do you need it? If the answer is yes, get it. If the answer is no, ask yourself, well, do I want it? If the answer is, is no, then why? I mean, why do we have this conversation? But if the answer is yes, ask yourself why. If it's for you, cool. If it's legit for you, cool. Then ask yourself, do I have the money for this? Can I afford I have, it? Can and I and afford it? Really smart, if you want to get deeper, do I have the space? And do I have the space? Those are the questions we need you to ask. Do I need it? Do I want it? Let's, let's arrange that first. Do I want it? Because first thing, do I want this? Yes, I want this. But do I need this? Because when you start thinking necessity, that's a little I bit say still you need to ask need first. Get need out the way. Because if it's, do I need, do I need these tampons? Yes. Done. Done. It's quick. That's the quickest thing to answer. Do I need this Chanel bag? No. Okay. Do I want it? Yes, I do. Why? Well, because I saw Kim Kardashian with it. And I don't know why I keep going to her. I think because I just saw something with her on it. But, okay, is that, even if that's fine, okay, acknowledge your reason. Can you afford it? Well, is this going to break my pocket? Is this going to break my pocket? Can I afford this? Well, I can afford this in three months. Okay, great. So then let's say you budget, you finally can afford the bag. It's been three months. You like, I'm going to get it. Great. Now the question, as Michelle said, do you have space for it? 
Like, is your closet already bags filling out that you haven't rocked once? You got a Chanel, you want to get the Chanel bag, but you got a Louis bag you haven't worn. You got a Birkin bag you haven't worn. You got a uh, Rockaware bag or whatever that you haven't worn. You got this that you haven't worn. Like, baby, baby, baby. You got a Balenciaga bag you haven't. You have an Yves Saint Laurent bag you haven't. Madam, ask yourself these questions before you make a purchase. That's all we're saying It's think deeper before you just. Am I going to be... Am I gonna be broke after I get this? Like, can I go to McDonald's after I do it? Can I go sit down at Outback after I buy this purchase? If the answer is no, leave it there. If can I go where this bag? Can I go where this bag is matched? If I go buy this Chanel, if I go buy this Louis bag, am I stuck at McDonald's? If I go buy this Louis bag, can I go to Roof Press? Because let me tell you, let me tell you, there's. We also have to, again, walk for a time, but we definitely need to start changing our mindset about that. Blocking Louis bags, all these name brand, top label, top shelf. Yeah. yeah. While you in bottom bargain basement places. Like you don't look, and a lot of it is because you're worried about how you look. Let's be honest. You don't look rich. You look stupid. You look stupid walking through Walmart with a bag that's 2,500. You look stupid. You don't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I'm not going to offer nobody who walk around the flea market with a ten thousand online with a two thousand dollar bag and your whole outfit from Shein. I just had a whole rant about that. My thing is, if that's who you are, I hope your the rest of your necessities and responsibilities are taken care of. But ultimately, I'm going to tell you, like my mother told me, who watching you? God, no, I'm going to tell you that your financial situation is stupid. Who watching you? Nobody. They yeah, don't, unless it has the label on it, they don't know if that white t-shirt came from Target. BB. BB, Louis Vuitton. Calvin uh, Klein. They don't know. It's a white t-shirt. It's a white t-shirt. It's a white turtleneck. That's why I laugh at some of the people who make fun of the fast fashion. Because it's a it's a blazer. Unless you really gonna be walking around with your like this with your clothes showing the tag. I got Armani. <laughs> I got Armani. This is Armani. Or unless and you literally you bought this. a shirt that says Armani all over the front of it. But the thing is, when you do that, anybody who can truly afford Armani is looking at you like, then they're looking at you because now they know, oh, this is not your norm. Living, live within your means. That's the only thing I live within your means. Budget, invest, be honest with yourself, live within your means. If your means are not Louis Vuitton, Chanel, um, Lenciaga, Carolina Herrera, Oscar all, all de Lorenza, Red Bottom, Jimmy Choo. That's not your means. Look, Rainbow, Shein, Fashion Over, Ross, TJ Maxx. They still things. Mad Ray, your independent little. They still things, and I'm yes, the quality may not be the same. But think about it. The people that are wearing, a lot of the people who can afford to wear those $10,000 things, 
They weighing them one time. Once. Or maybe once a year. Like, that's not what you are. It's okay. Just keep up with yourself. Be more concerned about your mental. Be more concerned about, uh, especially if you have children, teaching them core values, you know, and, and, and things like that. Like core values in reference to money. Core values in reference to getting their bag. Core values in reference to sustaining their bag. That's where we have to, that's where we have to keep, change our mindset and shift our focus. And that, that, that's just what I have to say about getting your bag. And, and don't knock the next sister who's getting hers, even if it's not the way that you would necessarily get yours. Just encourage her, especially if you know it's something that's detrimental to them, encourage her to do that. Be the positive light in that person's corner. And I know, speaking from experience, I know that in itself can be draining. But learn to let go when you need to. But be that per be that be that light when it's necessary. We we can't we can't shun the next person because they're not walking around with all she in in a Chanel bag. They living within their means, and that's all I'm saying. Live within your means responsibly. There's ways to improve. Multiple streams of income is a thing. You know, um, there are ways to achieve the things that we need to achieve in life, but financial stability is more than just depending on someone else. It's more than just what's the latest and the greatest. It's more than just the instant gratification. Uh, getting your bag literally means sustaining a lifestyle that you consider healthy and wealthy for you. If your lifestyle is, I'm, I want to live over here in the section eight. In the, I'm not knocking. That's not my. That's not me. That's not my life. But if you think that's luxury, live that luxury to the best of your ability. I hope you don't think that's luxury, and I hope you do better. But if that's your means, and you're living within your means for whatever reason that may be. Then live in your means. If your means have to come off of somebody else, I'm gonna I'm I'm say for me right now, shut that down on my side. No. If your means have to come from a taxpayer, baby, no. Because you're not living within your means. You're living within mine. You're living within everybody else's. Yes and no. You're not living in your means because if you can... I'm not going to do that. We got... Because you know, I, I, I'm really not... It depends on... That's, I feel like that's situational. That's true. I feel like that situation because yes, you have people that are truly abusing the system. Right. Yes. Absolutely truly abusing it. And I do not deny that because I have absolutely seen it. But you actually have people who that is their means and that's it. And, and that's not, that's but my thing is I don't have an issue. I'm really trying to write this up for this I don't have an issue with that, guys, if that's really your means. If your means are living whatever. What because only if you are looking to do better. If you are right. comfortable and complacent and living off other people, I don't care if it's the government. I no. don't care if it's taxpayers. I don't care if it's a man. No. 
period. No, no. that's but yeah, that's not what I'm saying. Because those I are not your means. There's those right. are everybody else. But that's what I'm. I'm I, I said that, sissy. I said literally, if that's your means, meaning that's what you got. That's you. You want more, but that's what you got. That's your means. I'm not going to knock you. I'm going to encourage you to be better. I'm going to hope that you find a way out of that. But if that's where you at, that's where you at and live within that. Don't live on Section 8 doing X, Y, and Z, and then you are walking around here with a Chanel bag. That's a problem. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if this is where you are and this is where you're living, hopefully you are, that's the growth part, you are striving to be better. Hopefully you are. If for some reason mentally there's a block and you can't see yourself doing better, I'm going to pray for you. And again, if you know someone like that, be that positive light to them because you never know. You might help them get out of that just by you being that positive light. But that's if they're honestly living in that. If that's not where you are, if you are abusing the system, then come on now, get off of your ass and do what you need to do and be a real woman, period. Period. Do I know stuff happens? Yes. Like you talking to somebody who literally for years, all throughout my 20s, every job that I got closed. So it wasn't me. It was literally the jobs. So that's what I mean. Like there are circumstances and we understand. I understand. I don't know about anybody else. I understand. But know that that's not your end goal. If that's not your end goal, you keep going. And do what you got to do to get to where your minimum lifestyle is met. Where you can do those three things that we said earlier. You can feed yourself, clothe yourself, and have shelter. If you can't do those bare minimum, then you need to find a way to. But if those are literally your bare minimum and that's where you are, Live within that and plan to do better. Live within that and plan to do better. And all of that is can go into getting your bag, growth in your bag, growth in your mentality. Now, if you're abusing the system, I ain't got nothing for you. I'm going to say this. If you really are, if you want to know what rich people think or rich people do, live below your means. Because your average, if you ask anybody rich, they live below their means. This living to your means and definitely living above your means. And the whole like rich dad, poor dad book that people talk about, which, you know, it was okay. That's the whole thing. To me, that was a whole thing. It was a few key points in there, but that was a whole thing. Live below your means. Because if you're living at your means, oftentimes that's when you're living check to check. If you need to want to do better than check to check, you need to live below and you need to save. You need to at least save. If you're not investing because you don't trust the stock market, I get that. But at least invest in yourself, aka save for a rainy day, for a situation, for 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 life and the unknown, and live below. Because living strictly to your to your means often is gonna lead you to live in check to check. And I say that as someone who basically life, I lived largely check to check um up until recently that's what i'll say okay we're gonna agree to disagree with that that's fine because this 115 we gotta go and so guys cheers <laughs> that
Cheers to that. <laughs> so, um, your sable, how was your sable? Um, I like this. This reminded me of a, a, a Riesling. This reminded me of, I feel like that's what they said about this one, but I feel like that's what they said about one that you got to. Could be. But this reminded me of a Riesling. Um, this was nice. Wait, do they have descriptions on the back? I didn't. Not really. A delightful semi-dry wine that showcases dry apricot and honey with notes of nut. Yep. I got I got all of that. Honestly. Um, but it was clean. Um, I feel like it was medium body though. Um, but it, it's nice. I like this. I get this a four. I like this. Okay. And what's your rating, woman? So this is the Rougeon, which is their sweet red. There says a deliciously sweet red wine that tantalizes the palate with its black cherry aroma. I did get that. Enjoy with aged cheeses or over a good conversation. Explore. Serve chill. Um, I think that it was better chilled. Honestly, I couldn't really taste it too too much because y'all I said at the outside of this that I'm getting sick. Um but I mean, from what I got, I'll give it a three as far as sweet reds go. It's not necessarily my favorite, but like I said, I'm I don't feel like I'm in the best place to judge at the moment. So I'll and give it a three just to be fair. Look, that's fine too. Look, we look, we gotta take that into you know when you're testing, testing your wine, you know, you gotta have all of your senses active. So they say. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode and ultimately, whoa, 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 ultimately, why am I happy? Oh, how's something this work? Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes another wonderful episode of A Little Something to Learn About with your host, Taya Michelle. And Siobhan Camille. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe, like, share put your two cents in the comment section let us know if you have an issue with budgeting or a financial issue um and you've come out of it um let us know some of the things that you've done you know help another sister out um if you're currently struggling something let us know we do we, we have to start I'm unveiling these things and taking the shame off of it. Let us know below. Maybe there's somebody who sees it and they can help you out. Say, hey, this is what I did. Um, just let us know. Comment. Comment below. We, we like to hear your stories, you know, how you came out of debt. You know, debt-free is a thing, too. Um, we like to hear from you, ladies. Uh, and on that note, as always, there's nothing wrong with a little wine.